It's pretty good and spicy. Pretty good and spicy. Pretty good and spicy. Pretty good and spicy. Episode number five. Hey. We have a special guest Ooh, joining our threesome special. today. Oh, Gareth yeah. Bryant. The Muslim model. Yes, yes, yes. First... First, a Muslim researcher, writer, author, poet, model. What else, man? That's pretty much You it. got a lot on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, my of, man of many parts. I like I was I like looking that. forward to this interview. You're very vocal. You seem very intelligent. And that's big. Very in tune with what's going yes, on. Yes, yes. With a lot. With now. a lot. Yeah, Politically, yeah, yeah. religion, you stand strong by your word. That's big. I try to. I That's try, amazing. I try to live by my word. I try to be a person of my word. So you always, you always got to be, I'll, even when I'm wrong, I try to be a person of principle. So. Exactly, because we're human. We could be wrong, but as long as you're, as long as you're going at it about the right way, and your and your goals are, the, it's, your intentions are right. right. That's mm. what matters. Always try to be in the right direction. That's right. That's yeah. right. So now let's question because you are the muslim model i was wondering the word model does that mean because you do photo shoots or is it more because of the the role model as a like a muslim role model? no i actually do modeling I've oh okay modeling. Yeah, oh, cute yeah. <laughs> cute so when did you start that i started that in um 2013 okay so the reason why i started to like kind of try to do modeling is because i wanted to kind of like change the imagery of the sex appeal of the muslim male Ooh, because like, like when you think of modeling, when you think of the fashion world, the fashion industry, when you think of sex appeal, the first thing that doesn't pop in your mind is a Muslim male. That's okay, not the first person no. that pops into your mind. So oh, yeah, so that's not what you see in magazines most of the exactly, time. Exactly, so. exactly. So I basically wanted to kind of like do my part in a sense to kind of like bring that type of like sex appeal of like you could be religio observant and still like be a sex symbol and right and, and really like appeal to an audience of of women. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That type of thing. No, for sure. It, even with... <laughs> clap for that. <laughs> clap for that. Clap for that. <laughs> And even with even with the models like with women, um, I see that more now too with the Muslim women yeah. coming out, right. and because you don't have to show all your body you to be don't. beautiful, and, and and you know, and, and it's beautiful, it's different. You have we to got find a, the beauty yeah. in everything. Yes, skinny, fat, black, white, all religious, all religions. So right. I love that. I love that. So I saw in your thing you said you don't like makeup on women, huh? What's that about? <laughs> I mean, well, for me, I, I'm, I try to be as raw as possible. So okay. for me, especially as per my profession as a chaplain, okay, me, okay. Be, me being a student of human behavior, behavioral science, what ends up happening is that on both a spiritual dimension, psycho-emotional dimension, and a primal dimension, we do a lot of masking as human beings. Mm -hmm. So That's so true. Like, you know, so on a primal level, people wear makeup because they are, a, a lot of times, not necessarily all the time, but a lot of times people are uncomfortable in the skin that they're in. And it's You're true. And that's why they wear right. makeup. But yeah. then it, on a deeper level, we do that even more so from a spiritual dimension and a psycho-emotional dimension. As human beings, we're very good at masking. Right. But we're, 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 we're not comfortable looking in the mirror and being spiritually and psycho-emotionally naked. Right. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We, we like to hide our psycho, emotional and spiritual scars. Yeah, it, it, it's so true. Like we're so used to hiding 
emotions and then you do hide behind the makeup ladies i mean you do feel cuter like i personally i if i have a pimple or a little you know mark i, I want to hide it because i mean that's not for everyone else i just feel right. better for myself and i guess right. that could be a mess but i think that could also be like you know what you see also on tv you see like right that's the, another thing you know tv social media not only makeup, every other girl on Instagram has her body done. Right. Right. I mean, you look at these people and you're like, why don't I look like that? Right. And it makes you more self-conscious than ever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's everywhere. Everywhere. There's a lot of societal pressure. Like, I'm a type of person like this. Like, like I was saying earlier, I try to be as raw and authentic as humanly possible. Like, if I am with a woman, I want her flaws and all. Yeah. That's that's just the type of person that I am, and and if I'm not willing to tolerate and accept a woman for her flaws as well as her good qualities, then it's no point for me to be with her. Right. You don't bombs on us. Bombs yeah. on us. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We got Funk Flex in the oh building. Oh my god. <laughs> we do. We do. We Shout got out to our producer. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how do? You, what is your perfect person? There's no such thing as the perfect person. Okay. There's, a, there's such a thing as the right person. Okay. Because all of us have flaws. All of us have pitfalls. Like, for example, there's something that Allah says in the Quran, chapter 4, verse 28. Allah says, وَخُلْقَ الْإِنسَانُ ضَعِيفَ And the human being was created flawed, created weak. So we all have yeah. flaws. We all have weaknesses. So as we travel through this journey called life, it's never about being the quote-unquote perfect person. Right. It's about being an improved person every single day. It's, it's about it's that. about you looking in the mirror and you mapping out a plan to be a better person today than you were yesterday, yesterday. and plan to be a better person tomorrow than you are today. That's what it's about. So there's no such thing as the perfect person. There is such a thing as the right person. And when we right. venture into relationship land, we get lost really, really quickly because we're searching for the perfect person, which doesn't exist right. as opposed to searching for the right person. Right. Absolutely. And you know, to add to that, more often than not, as, as human beings, we hate to admit this, it's not even that the person or the persons that we're searching out aren't the right persons for us, it's more often than not that we are not the right persons for them. Mm. Because the easiest thing to do is be judgmental. Yes. yes. That's I mean, true. That's, that's the easiest thing. Like, but, It's but, them. It's not me. It's never me. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Because like, judgment is based on four C's that, right. that, that, I, that, I, that I coined. It's called um, critique, criticism, correction, condemnation. So whenever you're willing to put the four C's of judgment upon yourself as well as anyone else, that's judgment because yeah. you recognize and accept the reality that you're just as imperfect as anyone else. Yeah. But once you apply the four C's of judgment upon other people as opposed to yourself, then you, you become judgmental because yeah, you then you think and wrong. feel that you're perfect. Yeah, yeah. And we do that all true. the time, especially can, in relationships. Who are we to judge, right? Yes, exactly. especially in relationships. Yeah, yeah. it's true. And I, and I mean like any relationship, not just a second yeah, relationship. Yeah, just parents. Relationship with, with your parents, kids, relationship with yeah. your children, your family. Just Friends, relationships, period. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. honestly, I mean, I have boys and they're 16 and 17. And honestly, like, as a parent, you always think you're right. You know? And mm -hmm. then you stop listening. And you're, and you're like, no, no, listen to me. But you have to kind of listen to them, too. Because at times, you can learn from them, too. They're human. They're growing. They, yep. You know, and that's the same thing with all kinds of relationships. You have to learn how to listen and not just shut people off right away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, what you just mentioned, there's two 
qualities that a person has to have in order to even have that type of refined mentality. You have to have humility and you have to have maturity. Right. If you don't have both humility and maturity, you'll never be able to learn anything from anyone. Because like you said, yeah. you'll think that you'll know everything. Yeah. Yeah. And none of us know everything. Like even if a person is wrong, you should still be able to learn something from that person. That's true. Regardless of whether the person is right or wrong. Right. That's true. That is true. I, li- I like this man. He, yes. He is bringing the word to me. I'm not just saying like, oh, I never stay quiet, people. He's making me like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um, so how do you be- feel about like gays? Well, Islam is very clear about, mm-hmm. um, I would say, the wrongness of what is known as Allah's homosexuality. But at okay. the same time, Allah says in chapter 5, verse 8, Allah says, and never let your hatred against any people prevent you from behaving justly. So regardless to what lifestyle path a person chooses, there's three rights that every human being has, regardless right. of whether they agree with you or not. That's called the right to life, the right to possession, the right to human dignity. Yeah. So even if a person is living a sexual lifestyle or a religious spiritual lifestyle that is contrary to islamic teachings that never gives any muslim a justification to treat Mm -hmm. another human being like shit right we we still have to treat people with respect you don't ever have to agree with the person's views or their lifestyle but that's never a justification to treat another human being like garbage wow and and that's true that's why i was saying like if this was like right now a lot of shit is happening with police (laughs) brutality and racism and you're, you're really big on this like if not to reverse anything, but like if this was like a gay man and not being able to breathe for eight minutes and 47 seconds, hello, like would we go as hard? If that's what you're saying. You would go as hard for them, too. Yeah, because it's about justice. Right. Like, yeah. Every every human life is important. Right. Like, for example, Allah also says in chapter six, verse um, 151 in the Quran, Allah says, and never kill anyone whom Allah has sanctified. It's without justification. Okay. Like, you're not allowed to just indiscriminately take another human being's life because you just think or feel that you can. Mm-hmm. That's just not acceptable. It says without justification. without justification. What's the justification? Okay, let's say, for example, a person tries to rob you, a person tries to rape you, mm-hmm. a person tries to violate your family. Mm-hmm. If you're in self-defense, obviously that's a justifiable okay. reason. Okay. Or if a person does something like rape or child molestation or yeah. murder and they're convicted in a court of law, right. then obviously that's probably cause that Ooh. person death penalty would have. And you know, mm-hmm. since you mentioned that, right, one, one of the main gripes that I have with the criminal system, I don't say criminal justice system because no there's no justice, justice in the system. Justice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So as per the criminal system, system if you study anything about the history of u.s law enforcement you'll find that there has never been any member of u.s law enforcement who has ever been given the death penalty yeah. nor a ni- nor a life sentence for murder mm-hmm. yeah not even the murder of a fellow officer that's crazy, crazy right it's yeah. never happened it friendly should happen fire. now. It should happen now. Yeah. Just saying. What do they call it? Friendly fire? Yeah, th- yeah, that's what they dub it. Friendly <laughs> friendly How friendly fire. can it be? God yeah. damn. I remember fire. some years ago, I don't know whether you guys remember the story. There was a there was a Latino police officer and he was off duty. He had a service weapon with him at the time. And he had gotten to a fight in a brawl at a white castle. The fight spilled into the street. When the cops pulled up, he identified himself as an officer, and the cops, they just turned him into Swiss cheese. Wow. They didn't it's, they didn't even crazy. care. Yeah. Care. By the time he realized they realized he was a cop, he was already done. It was too late. It was too late. And then they swept it under the rug like, oh, it is what it is. Like, what happened? Like shooting like in the, like the leg or something. Like why is it like 40 shots and why is it why is it even shooting? Why isn't it, ta- you know, tasers or because something? Because when you, you know? don't look like us, yeah. the mm-hmm. objective is shoot to kill. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have mass shooters 
the first mass shooting in the, in the history of the Americas was in 1764 Colonial Pennsylvania. From that time to now, the overwhelming majority of mass shootings in U.S. history, I would say roughly, bravely, about 98% of the mass shootings in U.S. history have been done by non-Muslim European males. Yeah, I was going to say. And 98% of that 98% have always been apprehended alive, unshot, untased, unass whipped. Right. Yeah. How the hell do they get out of it so easy? Yeah, but like, the guy, so, like yeah. the guy Dylan Roof that killed those nine people yeah. in the South Carolina church. Yeah, the church. They took this nigga to Burger King to eat. Yeah. How, yeah. After he literally killed people. Yeah, yeah. it's like, disgusting. It's, 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 it's insanity. But a big thing of it is, too, as civilians, blacks, Hispanics, minorities. Asians, yep. Indians, minorities, we cannot let this pass. When Eric Garner passed away, I believe it was 2014, there was protests for a couple of months, and it faded. It died down. Here we are again, and it repeats. And that's partly our fault, because we stood, but we didn't stand firm long enough, and we don't stand together. It's like we Nipsey cannot said, be the marathon got to continue. Yes, you have to keep protesting. Yeah. Yeah. You have to keep going. Peacefully, peacefully, we have to get our word across. And peacefully, we have to do it together. If you get minorities together, we become the majority. We are the majority. We become the majority. And that's what scares, I think D- that's D- what scares. The divided works all the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But this can't fade come September. This can't fade come October. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then they have these videos that come up with the body cams and things are blurted out. Things are blacked out. Like, we have to stand firm. Yeah. We have to stand firm. And we can't firm. compromise. No, we cannot We've compromise. We've already done that enough. Right? And yeah. we, we can't mm-hmm. let it fade. Well, and, you know, un- unfortunately, among Afro-Americans, I can't speak for any other um, minority groups, but Afro-Americans, Muslims specifically, there's a lot of coonery. There's a lot of self-hate. And what ends up happening is that a lot of people, they think that, oh, because it didn't happen to me or because I had a positive experience with law enforcement, then um, th- that person must have done something wrong. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Yeah. Like, for example, I've been arrested before. No. By law's mercy, I'm not dead. I'm not, I ain't get my ass whipped. Right. I ain't get tased, shot, none of that. But that's not the point. Right. The point is that those type of things happen to people all the time. All and for me, just because I didn't have a negative experience in terms of mm-hmm. being arrested, be that doesn't it. mean that mm-hmm. I have a justification to be apathetic and be like, oh, that's just those people. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I ab- abstract myself. That's wrong. Right. You know? So I, I have to have a vested interest in the well-being of all people. All it people. could be. At the end of the day, it could be you next. Yeah. Like, it would happen to the Mexicans where they're just trying to get them over there and, and build walls. And It could happen to Dominicans. It could happen to, you know, so you you always have to stand together. It's like we're too divided. So I, I definitely agree with that. Like, guys. I'm Puerto Rican. Yeah. And I'm speaking for, like, the Hispanic race. We're very divided. You yeah. have your Salvadorians. You have your Mexicans. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm Dominican. She's Cuban. <laughs> She's Dominican. And we're very divided. Yeah. We are very, it's disgusting. It, it's a shame, but we're very divided. Even within. Hence why even, things happen, you know. Even and within. even in the African-American race, you have black police officers that will turn their cheek at you. From my personal experience, based on what I know, based on what I've observed, I know for a fact that an Afro-American cop or a Latino cop, the probability of them shooting you or killing you is just as high as 
a European cop mm-hmm. shooting or killing you. Mm-hmm. The probability is just as high, even yeah. in terms of Muslims who are law enforcement, because most of the people that I know in law enforcement are Muslim. Realistically, the probability of a fellow Muslim shooting and killing me is just as high That's as crazy. a non-Muslim officer shooting and killing me. They because were, when, yeah. they, when they get, they allow themselves to get indoctrinated because mm-hmm. it's a system. See, when people talk about, oh, the few bad apples, don't nobody want to hear that shit no more. Mm-hmm. Nobody right. wants to hear that because so it's, 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 mm-hmm. it's, it's untrue and it's dishonest. Mm-hmm. When you go in, you allow yourself to be brainwashed to think that, okay, I'm part of the club now. But it's like this, a gang. It's a gang, yeah. yeah. But there's many different examples of how they pick and choose which blue life matters. Like, for example, in Minnesota. Exactly. In Minneapolis. Which blue life matters. Which blue life matters. When push comes to shove, color does come out. It always matters. Yeah. yeah. Like, for example, there was, a, um, there was a police officer in Minneapolis, the same department where um, these clowns who murdered mm-hmm. um, <laughs> George, uh, Floyd. George Floyd. Um, his name was Mohammed Nord. He's Muslim Somalian. And he killed someone. He killed a civilian. He got he got fired and arrested the same day and got hit with 13 years. (laughs) Unbelievable. Literally fired and arrested the same same day. day. And there's only two reasons how and why that happened. He was Muslim and he was Mm non-European. Those are the only two reasons why they handled him like that. No, you didn't hear any law enforcement enthusiast saying his blue life mattered. Mm -hmm. Right. Only certain lives matter. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Now getting back to the Muslim type of thing, like, with your like women, like you you were asking before, like right, Muslim woman, do you have to be a virgin when you get married? <laughs> I don't. No, it's a, that's a good. We question. don't want to ask no, dumb questions, no, but no, 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 no question I'm is dumb. dumb we, we want to educate ourselves. There's no just thing as stupid questions, <laughs> right. but there is such a thing as stupid answers. <laughs> so, <laughs> so no, it's not an Islamic requirement for a Muslim to be a virgin because mm-hmm. realistically, there are millions of men and women who become Muslim all the time and they're not virgins. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So right. none of us can say, oh, you're not worthy of marriage because you're not a virgin. No, mm-hmm. that's, 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 that's not, just, yeah, that's, that's just, the yeah, that's just not a thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was like a thing. No. Would you ever like consider like dating a white woman? Me personally, I don't see myself with a European woman who is non-Muslim. Non-Muslim. Oh, okay. So you me, wouldn't me go outside the, the religion. You're, I mean, right. So it depends on the ethnicity. For me personally, in terms of European women, I wouldn't want to be with a European woman who wasn't Muslim. Okay. That's just me personally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so wait, wait, I'm getting at the Muslim part is the more important that's part. That's the most important part. That's mm-hmm. and, and, Muslim and, first. Yeah. I read that. Okay. Right, yeah. So that's, that's a requirement. Right. If you're not Muslim, you're not dating me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, for me personally... The only the only color that matters is the color of the coochie. So, I get it. I get and, it. And all coochies the same color. So. I get it. That is all that matters. So yeah. So like for me personally, I don't have an ethnic preference at all. Okay. I do have a character and behavior preference. And what's that? So for me, a person has to have a. A, a faith connection, like even if the person is like Jewish or Christian, because like Islamically, Muslim men are allowed to marry either Muslim women, Jewish women, or Christian women. Oh, okay. Yeah, so th- th- there's th- there's like restrictions and limitations and as to who we're allowed. Muslim women are Muslim women are only allowed to marry Muslim men. Oh. That is. Yeah. Mm, why okay. is that? No, yeah. I, I'm gonna answer the why question. Why is that? Because as per human nature, especially in sexual relationships, when a woman is bonded to a man sexually she has a tendency or propensity to cater to him a great deal, especially mm-hmm. if the relationship is going good. Mm-hmm. So to prevent Muslim women from straying 
from al-islam this is why that restriction is in place as opposed to a muslim man being allowed to marry a non-muslim woman for that same reason yeah, women, right so to, to 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 prevent that from happening so that that's that's the reason why that's why that's the case so if you marry someone outside of the religion do they eventually have to convert or no there's there's no there's no pending mandate for a jewish woman or a christian woman to become muslim that's exclusively her choice okay, okay. yeah Okay. And, and you'd be surprised how often that actually doesn't happen. You'd, you'd be surprised okay. how many people, how many Jewish or Christian women marry Muslim men and they never end up becoming Muslim. Wow. That, I mean, not that it doesn't happen, mm -hmm. but it also, they, they also keep their religion as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. Um, have you, so have you ever, you said you haven't dated anyone white. So you haven't, because I said, would you, have you? I mean, I have. Okay. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I have. You said it not so like. Yeah. Not proud. Not proud. No, no, no. It's not, no, it's not, no, it's not that I'm not proud. Okay. It's just that it it's it's a reality. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. 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 So I mean, like I said, I don't have an ethnic preference. Right. You know, so I have a person. I have a personality preference. Right. So, like for example, going back to the personality, for me, they have to have a strong bond, a relationship. Like I said, even if they're not Muslim, they have to have some type of spiritual connection to their creator. That for me, that's like very important. Mm -hmm. And obviously, if they're Muslim, that's even better, right? Because right. we have commonality. And then also, a person has to have good character in terms of empathy, caring about other people, um, willing to be in the service of others, willing to go above and beyond persons like and, and stand for things bigger than themselves. Right. Those type of things, you know. And then also, obviously. Um, compatibility like right yeah you know a c c compatibility is like so important like you can't be with a person mm -hmm. if you like to go out and do <laughs> camping and they want to stay at home and I play xbox yeah, yeah yeah it you know? doesn't work get, yeah mm -hmm. and of course the compatibility is 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 very very relative to the person how they grew up where they live mm -hmm. and how they evolve as people because our interests always change over time a lot of times mm -hmm. like most of us we don't we very rarely have the exact same interests at 35 than we did at 15. That's but true. if you do, that that's almost a problem. That like, was you should say, be that's evolving. Not good. Yeah. Right. You have to be, yeah. Right. You You're have still to playing evolve. video games Absolutely. all day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. It's I have true. a question. I have a question. Um, so, are you able to marry a lot of women? The marital limit for men is four. And that, oh, what a limit! That's good. That is but great. but the, the 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 that that allowance is exclusively pertaining to um, being responsible. So in other words, you can't just have like you can't just play house. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You have to be mature. You have to be humble. You have Taking to be financially equipped. Right? Exactly. All that type of stuff. Because one of the things that Allah says in the Quran in chapter four, verse thirty-four, Allah says, Men are responsible for women. And then Allah gives a specific detail in terms of what they spend out of what has been provided for them. So you can't be no cheapskate. You can't be a bum-ass nigga and expect to have four wives four that wives. are happy. Okay. That's mm -hmm. just not reality. That's Even though, un unfortunately, you have Muslim men who abuse that provision right. that's allowed by Islam. And that's why so many Muslim women or, Muslim, or women in general, they're very um, averse to the concept of multiple wives because unfortunately so many too many muslim men wrong. have done it wrong yeah you know and then even historically especially relative to the revelation of the quran is that most muslim men have not had more than one wife because it's too much responsibility mm -hmm. it's a lot you yeah. think it's fun all the time that's a, i mean if if you see i show threesome you, and 
like having two girlfriends or whatever. You think it's a fun deal, but it's not always fun because you have to please two people, two personalities. Bitches got their period at the same time. Be mad, moody. Like it, it could be mm-hmm. go all the way left. That happens. So, so I don't think it could be good all the time. No, I'm glad yeah. you mentioned that. Yeah. There's, 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 there's biomedical facts that show that when women live in the same space, and they, get the period at the same it's time. synchronizing. Yes, we do that at work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. And then also Islamically, this is why women have a right to their own living spaces. Okay. That, that, that's oh. one of the other. That's one of the other um, very um, uh, conservative views about multiple wives as well is that you can't have two women or multiple wives in the same house that's oh. unjust oh. they have to be allowed their own space and you have to make sure that you maintain that and so you got to be able to afford that yeah, two definitely. houses yeah mm. and, then, and then also <laughs> and then also islamically is that your muslim men are obligated to maintain a lifestyle status that a woman is used to mm. and or upgrade it for example if a woman is used to eating at Red Lobster, you don't downgrade her to White Castle. Right, you go up. You go up. Or keep it. Right, you either maintain it yeah. or you improve it, right. you increase it. Right. But you okay. never downgrade it. Okay, okay. Yeah. There's no downgrading. Do you know any Muslim women that are in like a multiple marriage? Yeah, some are successful, some are not. Some are happy, some are not. Because yeah, like, like Do, like do emotions get involved, they, though? They, they always get involved. Mm-hmm. Because to be honest with you, one of the main reasons human. why, even mm-hmm. Muslim women. human. One, exactly. exactly. <laughs> just, just human nature, human that's number nature. one. And then just as individuals, I mean, let's be real. The average woman don't want to share no dip. No. That's just no. that's just reality. Mm-hmm. Even, Muslim, even Muslim women. But see, you they, share they, they it. You share it for fun. Yes. In 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 yes. in it this religion, fun. this is gonna be something permanently. All the time. You're gonna share that dick forever. Yeah, I don't think I want to share my dick forever. Potentially. That's different. That's yeah. a whole other ball game. Right. I can't yeah. do that because it's a commitment factor. Mm-hmm. And the, and the, and it's very different because they're not with him at the same time having fun together that's what that i was gonna you're say going home, when you go home to me when that's you what come i was home, gonna say like they can have threesomes where the sex has to be separate no, it has like, to be separate oh as, you see yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's not that's a perk not, to the not, man i mean kind of well yeah. no it's still a perk to, but yeah. I, I would think but no i know like you you have to have your own separate house it's not the same thing as this at all yeah that's why I think I would get a little bit more jealous because I'm not participating. I want I want to participate. I want to be involved in all of oh, that. Oh, you want to make a movie? That's- <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I don't want you to just go over there and just stay at the other house for mad long. You know, I would want right. You know, Where do you live as a, as the husband? Do you not live with any and have your own space or like? That's a, That's a good question. That's something that the family would exclusively have to work mm. out, and those things are not easy. Oh my god! It, there's a lot of conflict. Of that's where the that problem takes place. There's if a lot of conflict. You want to be at her house six days a week, and mine's one's. Yeah, I, I would feel. Oh no, no, no! But... That that would definitely be a problem. That would like, be. <laughs> honestly, it could never be that way unless yeah. it's like some type of circumstance where a person is like sick or yeah, incapable yeah. of giving their wifely duties to the husband and. It, things those will be like extreme cases. Okay. I mean, typically, I mean, this isn't necessarily always done, but typically it was like you would, you would kind of like try to share your time with, let's say, for example, you have two wives. Right. You would share your time with one wife three days, another wife three days, okay. or one wife two days, okay. another wife two days, and then you keep the rest of your time to yourself to just relax and recoup. And mm. Yeah, you got to recoup after all but those wives. But how do you handle yeah, exactly. that when kids are involved? That's another issue. <laughs> and that's a lot real. of issues. And then especially when it comes to children, you have to make sure that you don't favor 
the children of one spouse Mm -hmm. over the children of another spouse because those things happen. And I know people personally that they grew up Muslim and their father's children from another family were favored over them. Yeah, that's hurtful. And and in fact, Mm -hmm. they were favored over their siblings from another house. Those things happen all the time. I mean, that happens in in regular, Regular like like sometimes people just move on and don't think about their kids anymore. It's it's very challenging. Like like one of my boys here, he's the product of multiple marriage. So he knows firsthand the challenges that his father faced in terms of maintaining two separate families. And he comes from a house of damn near 20 children. Jesus. You have 20 brothers and sisters. Oh my God! Give it, yeah. Oh, seventeen. And, okay. And, Damn near. As yeah. a as a Muslim child growing up, how do they explain this to you? Because as a child, you don't really understand this. It's like a whole bunch. So I like coming from your your understanding of how it should be. Right. If it's always there, like for that. you, it's not. But like, at what age did you understand? Like, dad's married. It's normal. Yeah, I just feel like normal. if you're growing up, you like just that, grown into it. Like being raised Christian or something, you just grow into it. Yeah. Right. Wow. No, no, yeah. I, th- I think th- I think the better question would be like, at what point in your development as a human being did you realize that you had two moms, essentially, a biological mom and a non-biological mom? Most I was proud that I had ten brothers and somebody messed with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's true. So, so That's he, true. so he, was, I got backup. Yeah, yeah, he got bodyguards. He, he, he was more concerned about the cavalry <laughs> than anything else. <laughs> like I go to one house, I spend a night, food, go to one house. Yeah. It was, it was uh, a blessing. It's a big family. Over here, I could be over here. It's just a big family. Mm-hmm. And knowing that they're family. Yeah. Because it's, it's different from like, I mean, it's still cool, like if it's your cousin or it's your friend house, but right. you know, this is your brother. Brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, no. Wow, that's cool, though. Yeah, definitely. I learned a lot right there. Mm -hmm. That was a lot to learn. Yeah, I mean, fortunately, by Allah's mercy, his family represents one of the success stories. Yeah. So if we had Mm -hmm. more success stories like his family... Then that would be good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, have... You know, we have to ask the question, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So have you ever had a threesome? Me, personally, that's not my character. I'm a a one-woman kind of guy at okay. a time okay I've, I've, I've i mean i've been invited to participate but i've never done it <laughs> okay, okay. That, that's just not my character that's me, just me not personally. in you yeah that's just not in me. he's done rejected y'all okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sharing with y'all i mean okay. if y- i mean if y'all want to pick a number y'all can pick a number <laughs> i'm not i'm not yeah okay. I, I don't do the origin okay thing. okay, okay. It's all not right for everybody yeah i can't i can't speak for my compatriots but i can speak for myself <laughs> we're looking up in the air i don't know what that means i don't know <laughs> We're not judging. We're not judging you guys. Okay, okay. Are you currently in a relationship? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. No, no. No, you're single. No, no. children, nothing. Nah. All right, so what do you want to do I in the future? I got no baby mamas. I'm never going to jail. Okay. I like all of those things put together. Keep it like that. Now, it's not that I don't want children. <laughs> Eventually. It's not that I don't want children. It's just that I want to make sure that I'm with the right person. Okay. Because I've seen horror stories of people having children with the wrong person. Ooh, and- you got two right here. <laughs> You've got two right here. And, and, you know, it's, especially what you mentioned about making sure that men take care of their children. Right. Mm-hmm. One of the horror stories that I've personally witnessed and experienced through dealings with other people mm. is the issue of um, fatherlessness and mm. all that type of stuff. And one of the things that I've concluded is that I tell people all the time, 
is that just because the father wasn't present I know, I hear doesn't mean they wanted to be absent. It's not always Sorry, the fault of the father. That's true, how too. How or why they weren't there. That's I, true. I know people personally. I have relatives personally. I've been in relationships with women who are literally the human reasons how and why their children grew up without their fathers. Oh, yeah. You can't always blame Absolutely. the man. Absolutely. You cannot always blame the man. There's always, like, you have to. And that, when you're a kid, you, whoever the parent is that you're being raised by, they're, they're opinion becomes yours so whatever mm -hmm. their justice is that dominates yours. your outlook right yeah, for sure so yeah. i feel like as an adult like you start looking at things differently like oh okay my dad wasn't this because things start happening to you so with right. maturity you come like you said more um hum humane humane yeah. humane like humane. and you and you start listening you know like understanding more like you know it's not that they're bad people it's just that life happens right mm, and, no. and you know it's, it's unfortunately not enough parents take the responsibility to explain to the child listen this happened both of us care about you both of us respect you both of us love you those conversations are not yeah. had yeah you know? and so when those conversations are not had there's a huge void yeah. that is empty and when we grow up we try to overcompensate like for example when a person has a parent missing, right, or if they're being raised solely by one parent, they experience the five um, phases of grief. Just like you, if you lost a loved one, yeah. right? You have the anger, you have the sadness, you have um, the the no no you have the deni no you have the denial, the anger, um, the sadness, the bargaining, and then the acceptance. And when a child is not being raised by both parents, they know that there's something missing. Oh yeah. And one of the first things that happens to a child, unfortunately, is that they think that they're the human reason why, they're ch they're why, they're, why their father mm -hmm. and mother right. are not mm -hmm. together. Right. And then that's one of the reasons how and why people act out. Right. Because they're trying to get attention from both their father right. and their mother. Right. And a lot of times, more, more, than like, more, more, than, more often than not, that backfires. Daddy issues. Yeah, father issues <laughs> or mother, mother issues. Mother issues, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. But they Definitely. always say the girls with the daddy issues, you got to be Yeah, but typically they like, say yeah. mama's boy, daddy's yeah, girl, yeah, that yeah, type yeah, of thing. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. No. Yeah. But no. How but many? I mean, just, just as, just as grown-ups, just yeah. as grown-ass people, we have to take a grown-ass approach and make sure that our children don't suffer from our errors and our mistakes. And that's that's big. Yeah. And you can just yeah, and you can just let them assume without the the vocal and being vocal with your kids and the communication, they're just like gonna assume that it's their fault. So once you start letting them know then things their issues, even if daddy or mom is not there, the issue won't be that big later on because they'll understand. Exactly. You know? And that's what's most important, the understanding. And, yeah. and, and even more important than the understanding that they have a right to know that they're respected and appreciated right. and loved by both their father and their mother. Yeah. That's yeah. the most important thing. And never down talk the other parent. That's the, yeah. I, oh when yeah. my son I was that. first born, I was doing that a lot. And my mother called me out on it. And she told me I need to stop. She's like, you need to Good stop. Good ma. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and when I look back, I'm like, you know what? She's right, and I no longer do that. I have to let, I'm going to talk to my son, whatever the case is, but I have to let my son find his way. My son has to find out how he feels about the situation, right. how he feels about, it's not my place. Mm -hmm. I can't instill anything in his head. And at the beginning, I was doing that a lot. I actually have a lot of respect for you for even admitting that. Yeah. Because that actually takes a lot of courage mm -hmm. to admit mm -hmm. that you were wrong. Because mm -hmm. the, 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 I tell people all the time, the most difficult thing for any human being to do is admit, is admit that we're wrong. Yeah. It's, it's easier for yeah. the average human being to try to deadlift a thousand pounds mm -hmm. as opposed to admitting that we're wrong. 
and the average human being will never be able to deadlift a thousand pounds but to even try that is easier than to admit that mm -hmm. we're wrong so the it's fact true. that you were actually even willing to admit that you definitely have my respect because that, ta you. that takes courage right. to Thank admit you. something like yeah, that. yeah it was it was pretty bad and i feel like at the end of the day like your silence is bigger sometimes because silence is compliance yeah yes. because at the end of the day your child is going to be an adult one day mm -hmm. and you didn't have to say anything because he felt it he saw it you know like and and you and he saw that you never made his dad look bad you know mm -hmm. so i feel like that like he said that's just respect like yeah. you, you don't have to say anything yeah. you just let it happen and, and mm -hmm. unfortunately we think that children are dumb children oh, no. are so oh, much more yeah. intelligent than we give them credit oh for. yeah they're able to see things that we ourselves don't see mm -hmm. we're completely blindsided yeah. by or we mm -hmm. choose to mask and they can see right through it yeah because just like parents know their children children know their parents yeah mm -hmm. they do papa he's too smart sometimes yeah. i'm like oh, and yeah. kids have more time to sit down and observe and everything and reflect. you do yeah. yeah we're on the go we're doing this we're doing that way a kid will sit there and watch you what you say what you do my son is like a sponge yeah. and everything he soaks in oh you did this oh i saw how you cut this and you did that and and i would never think he's watching me and yeah. i'm like holy nosy crap this kid <laughs> He really observes his mother. Like he just he 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 knows. He sees. He soaks he, you in, girl. Yeah, yeah, you. yeah. And 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 you have to be careful. Like you said, we don't give them enough credit. But they're observant. They're smart. They're in tune. They pick up on vibes. If I'm in a bad mood, he knows. Yeah. My mom doesn't want to be bothered. I'm like, wow. Well, like know. you know, even when they say like, if your child responds negatively to, even if they're a family member or a stranger keep that person away from your child yes because they that's feel a telltale a sign yeah, yeah. Vi vibes don't lie people yeah. lie yeah and, and and that's instinct you're yeah. always supposed to trust your instincts yeah even if your instincts lead you to the wrong conclusion you're supposed to trust your instincts anyway mm -hmm. you never turn off the the you never flick off the switch of your instincts you trust your instincts yeah. and then you go forward to see whether or not the truth affirms or confirms your instincts yeah. and even in terms of relationships like let's say for example if a man is a single father or a mother is a single I mean, if a, or if a woman is a single mother, if they have interactions with people in and out of their lives, in and out of the lives of their children, they're going to think that this is how life is yeah, supposed to be. There's no, they're normal. no stability. Yeah. No, yeah. Living a best lie, all of that. Yeah. They, 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 and, and because first they're like, OK, this person is clearly not my father. Mm, right. Right. I don't have that. Nobody has this many uncles. So like, right. who you think like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. nobody has this many aunts. <laughs> like what type of game you think you playing? Yeah. Those type of things. Yeah. You know? and, and, and it really not only for their own gender, does it cause them to have low self-esteem about their own gender? It causes them to have a lack of respect for the opposite gender also. And it, and, it, right. and it causes them to only view themselves as well as the opposite gender exclusively as a sexual object as opposed to a dignified human being. You learn from what yeah. you see. Right, yeah. exactly. And yeah. we're definitely products of our environment. Yeah. Not that that's an excuse for negative character behavior, but no one can deny the fact that we are products of our environment. Yeah. Social yeah. inheritance is a real thing. That's so true. It's, it's definitely it a real mm -hmm. thing. It is. It is so true. Now, how would you feel if one of your kids ended up being gay? That's a good question. I don't know how I would handle that situation. I hope that I would handle the situation correctly. I hope that I would still be able to display respect for my child. Right. But just all of this is theoretical right now because that's not my situation. No, no, that's not my no. test. Right. But I, I, I'm just saying I would hope to objectively respond correctly. Right. But realistically, you don't know how you're going to react in that situation. No, of course. It's just that I have hope that I would respond correctly. 
Right. You know, that's that's the only thing. We could I can only hope have for. hope. Yeah. 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 That's a yeah, that's a hard one. You yeah, don't the, you don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even even if it's not something like that, let's say for example, if I found out that my son has children out of wedlock or if my or if my son is a trap star or anything negative. Yeah, anything that Islam mm -hmm. deems deplorable or negative, yeah. what have you, it's like how do I respond to that as a parent? Right. You know what I'm saying? Do I just treat that person like shit, cut them off, and it's like, how do you respond? Right. Because you, obviously you can't reverse it. It happened. It happened. So where right. do you go from there? Yeah. How do how do you how do you mend what's been broken? How do you repair? Mm. You know how do how do you yeah. how do you use tools of empowerment to correct a negative situation or you know or or a pitfall? And right. How how do you do that? You know, it's because it's like you can't leave it like that. Obviously. You can't be stagnant. You got to try your best to move forward. But it's like, it, and that's just how life is. Like, yeah. life is just pitfalls. And like, mm -hmm. I tell people all the time, like, life is like a corridor. And it's like mm -hmm. a floor that's just been waxed. And it's laced with banana peels. <laughs> yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. You're going to your fall and bust your ass. <laughs> yeah. But it's not about how many times you fall. It's about how many times you get back up. Get and back keep going up. Keep that's trying. Life. Keep yeah. trying. Yeah. As long as we live, we're going to fall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not about how many times we fall. It's about how many times we get back up and keep going forward. Right. So that, what you just mentioned, that scenario, that's just an example of us falling. Because it's, it's like a fall from normalcy. Okay. Right. And any any situation is a fall from normalcy, because obviously, as, as parents, you have a certain expectation of your children. You want your kids to have babies with a, you, you know, you, right. Yeah, you, or or, or just in general, you want them to have yeah. a better life than you. Yeah, did. yeah. And if you see them the opposite of that, you feel like you failed. Right. You feel like or you're not I good enough. Yeah. Right. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you may have done everything right, but we all have our own choices. Right, yeah, we go our own and, way. Yeah, yeah. not to and, say and, that gay is wrong. I'm just, we're just saying. Yeah, just, just for you. Yeah, just holistically, and yeah. you have to allow a person to fall on their face at right. a certain point. Mm -hmm. right. At a certain point, you have to allow their wings to grow. Because if you don't allow mm -hmm. their wings to grow, they're never gonna fly. Mm -hmm. Right. You know. Yeah. Now I heard you mention children at a wetlock. In the Muslim religion, how do you guys look at that? That's that's um, classified as um, sinful behavior to have children out of wedlock. Wow. So you would never date a woman who has a child. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying for for us as Muslims specifically, we are not allowed to have children out of wedlock. That doesn't mean that we have a justification to judge a person for mm -hmm. that. It's just that for us, we're prohibited from having children outside of marriage. So would you date someone who had a child outside of marriage? I have. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. All right. But so they weren't Muslim. No. Okay. All right. Wow. I never knew that. I never knew that. No, you didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we didn't know that. <laughs> no. that was hey, you learn something every day, right? <laughs> I'm funny. learning a lot today. <laughs> go one more, one more time back to the gay thing. <laughs> Spicy loves this gay I mean, thing. I mean, today. listen, it's, it's, it's about raw conversations. It's about honest conversations. Let's have it. Let's I was just it. saying, do you think that people are born that way? Or do you think it's environmental or like what they see and what, what TV is? showing now like everything is every back just to say this like back in the day i used to watch tv you didn't ever see like guys kissing or girls kissing so that wasn't normal and you wasn't like seeing so many gay people and now like that is out there more mm -hmm. and you see it more and now it's becoming like the more norm thing like every show has a gay couple one black guy Mm -hmm. One one Spanish person in it, and then mm -hmm. all white people. That's like the normal thing now mm -hmm. to have on show. So it's like, 
do you think is environmental what they see or do you think it's in well it's 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 a scientific fact that there's no just thing as a quote-unquote gay gene so let's start off with that in terms of the environmental factors or this the socio-cultural factors um if you look at cartoons right we've all watched cartoons right oh yeah Bugs Bunny was arguably the first homosexual character in cartoon history. If you if you look objectively, Bugs Bunny had a romantic scene with every male character in the Looney Tunes universe. Yeah, he would dress and drag. When I was little, I didn't realize that, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, and, you're right. and Bugs Bunny cartoons started in the 30s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they had Bugs Bunny as a transformer dressed dress as a woman, imitating a woman since right. the 30s. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know, and even to the present day, the, the Bugs Bunny cartoons is, is the same mm-hmm. way. So those things, the easiest way to indoctrinate someone is, is when they're young, when they're impressionable, mm-hmm. like you said. Sponges. Like sponge. Like, mm-hmm. for example, if you look at um, Disney cartoons, right? Oh, my God. Every single Disney cartoon either has one or two major themes. They either have the theme of sorcery or the theme of sexuality. Mm-hmm. Directly. Not even nuanced. Mm-hmm. Directly. Yeah. yeah. Every Disney cartoon movie. So these things are, in fact, indoctrination. Yeah. Now, people definitely argue nature versus nurture. And from, from my perspective, from my profession right, right. as a chaplain who is in, immersed in um, behavioral science, human behavior, this, um, this um, how should I say, um, scholastic mm-hmm. differing between... Um, Make sure those aren't the nutcrackers. I got, <laughs> I got jello shots for y'all, water, soda. Yeah, grab. <laughs> Oh, okay, so water. <laughs> There's water. Mountain Dew, 7-Up. Mountain Dew, 7-Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in, in, ter- in terms of that, like... You don't want water? No, no I'm good. Oh. So when people argue the nature versus nurture, that's a, that's a very um, deep-rooted debate amongst clinical mm-hmm. behavioral scientific professionals. And even in my studies and my work as a chaplain, these are things that readily come up in terms of the difference between nature versus nurture or whether they're mutually exclusive or whether there's intersectionality. I mean, there's a lot of things. And even in terms of homosexuality itself, one of the things that people don't want to have the conversation about is prison culture because it's a known fact that prison culture is an incubator for homosexuality. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I I learned that that's why people used to wear the low pants. That's where it got it started from from jail and it used to be like when you were like you were gay and you wanted to give somebody some ass you would put your pants down to like so you could show your butt that's what yeah, I, I mean, learned that, that's, that, <laughs> i don't know where i got that from but i know i know i know that i mean i mean they, they, they've interviewed <laughs> inmates from different facilities and they've confirmed what you just mentioned yeah and then also even in terms of sexual abuse yeah. sexual abuse is one of the most open secrets in oh, any God, demographic yeah. especially in the united states yeah and a lot i've personally um like for example like i i'm a i'm a suicide awareness advocate oh. i've been a suicide awareness advocate oh, wow, since 2011. Guys. i was actually the first muslim to participate in the opening ceremonies for the AFSP um, Out of the Darkness Overnight Suicide Walk, which is, sponsored, which is sponsored by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Wow. Wow. So as per, my, as per my research about suicide and my consultations for people who are suicidal, one of the things that I've come across in terms of men who are suicidal, or even women also, yeah. but men specifically, almost every single male, regardless of their demographic, religious demographic, ethno-demographic, almost every single male who I've ever counseled pertaining to suicide has been sexually abused at one point in their life. Wow. There's a huge, there's a very strong correlation between suicide and sexual abuse. Wow. Very strong correlation. I feel like 
it's just uh, it, it, you have to live your life in such confusion because mm-hmm. especially if you're not like a homosexual like if you're not gay at, and you got abused by a man i think that's a big big deal mm-hmm. because it's like they took you know I don't know how to explain they, they it. They rob you of your humanity. Yeah, yeah like you yeah. couldn't even have a choice. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And, 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 to be, and to be honest, yeah. even when a woman is sexually abused, yeah. it's that same thing. You're robbing someone of their humanity. Right. You're robbing someone of their innocence. Right. And this is never acceptable. Right. And this is one of the reasons how people end up being homosexual because they feel ashamed. They yeah. feel like they can't have a normal relationship with a member of the same gender. They feel like, okay, well, since this happened to me, I might as well go to the other side. Right. It's, it's, a, it's just a lot of things that go through a person person's mind and heart as to how or why they they do that and then also islamically there's a spiritual element in terms of um just the character and behavior the actions like we believe a shaitan the devil actually inspires people to commit themselves to certain types of character and behavior and there's a lot of um intersectionality pertaining to that so i mean it's it's, it's very it's very murky it's very i'm, I'm not murky uh, that, that's not the wrong uh, i mean that's not the correct Thing I should say. What I should say is that it's very complex and complicated. Mm-hmm. That's what I should say. And in fact, my research that I um, that I um, lectured at Cambridge University for discusses the difference between gen influence or demon possession versus mental illness. Oh wow! Yeah. So I that that he that, studies a lot of things. Yeah. I, I was on his page. You were you're writing is incredible obviously yeah. you could just tell by the way he speaks mm-hmm. but his writing is incredible he you have writing on everything on I, 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 tr- I try to be very well rounded yes. in terms of my writing i try to i try to write about anything that affects the human the human scope right. the human landscape coonery yeah. the revolution racism yeah, yeah. Stuff. very yeah. very interesting yeah. it really you guys have to make sure you go to his page the muslim model and um, on Instagram, what else? Do, what else is coming for you? What's what's yes. new? What's, what can we look at you and well, see? Now I look forward to being very immersed in various different Muslim and non-Muslim communities pertaining to um, my push towards educating people about mental health, mental illness. Okay, that that's a really big thing for me. It's been a big thing for me. It's been a big thing for what me. Brought for a that long upon? Time. Do you know anyone that personally? I've I've literally had to prevent people from attempting suicide. Wow! Like in person. Oh, I've, wow. I've basically any communication modality humanly available i've had to use that to to prevent people from attempting suicide wow that's a gift because i mean when you're on that edge that's a gift i mean not anybody could do that yeah Yeah. and it's emotional and draining it's very draining oh my gosh yeah, yeah very draining yeah but i mean my aunt um had committed suicide she um I guess like when menopause hit her, it just hit her hard and and she had like mental issues and things were going on. And yeah, she committed suicide. And I just wish she had someone to speak to because sometimes you feel like you're so close to people, even mm-hmm. friends and mm-hmm. things like that. And you can't talk to them and you're, or you feel ashamed to talk to them. Mm-hmm. You You don't want them to think that you're like this down person because a lot of these people are such happy people you would never know you think, they seem yeah. that way they, or mm-hmm. they seem they like you know like they yeah. say everything that glitters is not gold it's not gold yeah. like, like that netflix show on um, 13 reasons why oh my god i watched that's that. based on things that happen to people all the time and if i'm not mistaken i think that actual series was based on a true story yeah i think it was i i i know that uh selena gomez was uh executive producer but i know that that yeah that does happen bullying when you 
I mean, mm-hmm. with social media now and bullying oh, and all man. this cyber stuff. Oh, man, cyberbullying is a oh, real thing. Yeah. We know all about cyberbullies. Sometimes they're so fakers. Like mm-hmm. they, and it's like you have to be a strong person and be able to be like, fuck off. You don't scare me. Quack, quack. Get the fuck out but of here. But you'd be it surprised how many people are literally not that strong. Yeah. I, remember, yeah. I, remember, I remember last year. I forgot the person's real name, but she was a porn star. Her porn name was August Ames. She committed suicide because yes. people people rained on her cyberbullying. Yes, because yes. it it was something that happened. I guess it was something that she's they accused her of being homophobic or whatever. Also, a wrestler just committed suicide. Uh, uh, Asian wrestler, and it was cyberbullying. Cyberbullying. That cyberbullying is a serious real thing. no joke. It's a real thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. real people thing. are cruel. People. That's because, horrible. because words have power and words have mm. meaning. Words and do have meaning. We have to be very careful what we say, how we say it, who we say it to. How words are really a powerful tool. And once you spit them, you can't take it back. Mm-mm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 you know how they say um, it's never too late to say you sorry. That's not true. No, it's not. Sometimes definitely... it is too late to say you sorry because yeah. you have no idea the ripple effect of your actions. Yeah. You can say some. You can say something to someone. It can and it can literally be the human cause of their death. Right. Or mm-hmm. their loss of a loved one, or their yeah. loss of a spouse, or you don't their know loss how of their children. That, that, yeah. that domino affected their yeah. whole life. Yeah. yeah. Verbal abuse is no. It's abuse. <laughs> yeah. 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 And abuse is just a euphemism mm-hmm. for oppression. Mm-hmm. Uh, verbal abuse is a real mm-hmm. thing. It's a real worse thing. than physical. Verbal abuse is just it it's. I'm not, I'm not going to say it's worse. I'm just going to respectively say that it affects the person differently. Yeah. 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 It, it does. It definitely respectively uh, uh, affects the person. Yeah. Differently. Like so when you when you talk down to a person and yeah. you try to make them feel low mm-hmm. and it's just it's just it's Your just steam negative. definitely it's just negative. goes down. Yeah, yeah you yeah. start feeling it after yeah. a while, and it takes a toll. Yeah, even if you're a strong person, you 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 owe it to yourself. You owe it to your creator first. You owe it to Allah, then you owe it to yourself to never be in a space of negativity. Right. Yeah. And any and any, I don't care who they are, if they are imposing negativity upon you, you have to make a break from that person. Right. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. You you literally They're not like, bringing anything to your life. Yeah, like yeah. for example, like one of the relationships that I was in years ago, this person she was one of the most spiritually toxic persons I've ever known in my life. She was the most apathetic and ungrateful person I've ever known mm-hmm. known in my life. And at insult to injury, she was the most boring sexual partner I've ever had. In Damn, my life. get out of here, bitch. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. Yeah, mm. <laughs> <Bye> Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a person literally who literally accused me. Of being a terrorist to my face. Wow. The, the what would bring li- that upon? The, the person literally accused me of being a terrorist sympathizer. Wow. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, well the, that, that's probably a long ass story, but I'm yeah. just saying that. Like, I mean, that. The, per- the person was just a toxic person. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to pretend like I was the perfect person in a relationship, but I know for a fact I brought more positivity to the right. relationship than that person did. Right. Yeah. You have to be positive in your relationships. If there's not positivity, you have to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. starts to drain yeah. you, yeah. wear yeah. you down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll be directing you. <laughs> but you know what you mentioned about the bullying, right? Yeah. At least 98% of all bullies are the most um, disillusioned and lowly people. They have the lowest Mm self-esteem. 
Like, for example, Donald Trump. Donald Trump is a bully. Yeah. Oh, my God. He, He's his, the biggest his, fucking bully. His self-esteem is as low as it can get. Yeah. You yeah. can tell by the way he postures because he tries to overcompensate. Whenever a person has low <laughs> self-esteem and they're a bully, they mm, do so because yeah. they want to compensate for how low they feel. Yeah. And they always want to make other people feel lower than they do. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, that, and that's really like the tradition, the staple character and behavior of the bully. And their relationship is no different. You have some people, they're literally bullies in their relationship. Yeah. They, they always want to be the dominant person. Yeah. Relationships are not about dominance. They're about partnerships. Partnership, yeah. yeah. They're about partnerships. If you want to be so dominant, be by yourself. Be by yourself. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mean, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> um, so um, what do you think about bringing toys to the room? I am the toy. Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> Toy Master. Oh, I didn't expect that. I am so that means there are no toys. You no, no, are not the that there can't be, but I mean, I'm listen. I'm a nine inch nuisance. So oh God, damn. I don't need. Okay. Thank you. Toys are not necessary. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's all you needed to say. Yep. Okay. No batteries needed. No, no. Just like that song, ain't nothing like the real thing. So. <laughs> It's true. It's true. It's All right. True. Yeah. I, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. The lightsaber is always on deck. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Spicy. Like he got a little spicy on I, you. I, I don't think you were ready for that. I don't know. I think I blushed. <laughs> Toy, he's the toy. You can call him the toy Muslim. <laughs> oh, no, but it was definitely a blast having yes. you here. Likewise, definitely. We appreciate your traveling all the way from West Bubba Fuck Brooklyn, BK. BK uh-huh. all day. That's right. Yes, Brooklyn. It was worth the wait. He made us wait, but it was worth. It. I know. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's a you traffic. You gotta end this with the quote of the day. The good word of the day. Mm-hmm. Hmm, a good word of the day. Yeah, what's your good word of the day? Um, our circumstances never define us. Our choices do. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you for a great, great episode. Nah, I, 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 this, was, this was really awesome Thank to be here. You. I Thank really enjoyed you. this. Thank it, it, you. It was, it was Can I go to your thing next? Go to your podcast. <laughs> An event, something. Yeah, something. Yeah. Are you going to invite us anywhere? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. I, actually have a med- <laughs> I, I actually have a medical podcast with um, another Muslim guy, my boy James Ferguson. We have a, um, we have a podcast called Sharia's Anatomy, and we, we discuss biomedical ethics issues okay. based on Islamic protocol things like that so we've been going it for a while so what is it podcast. called again sharia's anatomy i'll, oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll send okay. you the send info it to us we'll okay. share it yeah definitely I'll send it to you. Yeah. definitely thank you guys it's pretty good and spicy pretty good and spicy pretty good and spicy pretty good and spicy pretty good and spicy